Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stakes Fantasy Advantage. It's a crazy Monday after a crazy Sunday. The one thing we learned yesterday was we don't know anything. That's right. We don't know anything about football, right? Derek, what do you think? Huh? Do we know anything? I honestly got every prediction I made uh, when Tom and I did the podcast on Friday, I think did not happen. Um, I honestly got other than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, once I got the ball, you knew they were going to lead those game-winning drives. Other than that, I got no clue anymore. <laughs> How about you, Tom? You got a clue? Uh, well, um, we got A.J. Green right, uh, Derek, so we wow. knew that was going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, again, that was that was the easiest call of the week. No, it was, it was certainly a crazy week. It was exciting. I thought there were a lot of great games. It started on Thursday night with a real fun game, and it continued. Uh, I wish last night's game would have been fun. That was actually a rather bad game, but a lot of great finishes, a lot of great plays. You know what we're seeing? We're seeing running backs dominate fantasy football again. I think that... We could see as many as nine, ten running backs in the first round of drafts next year. You got Todd Gurley back. You got the three big rookies: Hunt, Fournette, Delvin Cook. It's a running back league again. I love it. Yeah, that's interesting. You said something like ten running backs would go in the first round if we had a draft today. It's possible. Uh, that's pretty bizarre, yeah. don't you think? Could happen. It could very easily <laughs> happen. Other than Antonio Brown, I'm not sure. What other wide receiver you'd stick up in front of most of those running backs at this point? Unless you, you know, maybe Gronk too, but again, Gronk never healthy. So I mean, it, yeah, yeah, we had a draft right now. You may see ten or eleven running backs. Yeah, pretty crazy. All right, now you guys gave me a bunch of crap for not being here on Friday. That wasn't That's fair. That's you gave me crap <laughs> yeah. for not being here on Wednesday. I find out about this. I took the I took the equipment home Love it. so I could do the podcast on Wednesday, and then I find out you guys did it without me. I love to see two Packers fans clashing. This is great. Ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was ninety degrees on Friday. Of course, I'm not going to do a podcast. I got to cut my lawn and do all kinds of stuff. It was ninety here. I was here. It was ninety degrees here. I was there. 
Yeah, <laughs> come on. You're, you haven't been with us long enough. I've got too many years here. i got a Friday off, damn it, Friday off. But, yeah, I mean, crazy. Like you said, Tom, it started on Thursday. Who would have thought 41-39 to in that stupid game, Rams and Niners? Uh, but, hey, maybe the NFL's back. Maybe they're back. Maybe we we're back to seeing good football again the first two weeks because of all the preseason sitting Maybe we're going to see good football, and I hope so. It was a great day yesterday. I mean, it was fantastic. Those early games, the endings were phenomenal. Brady just doing a great job getting them back in that game. I mean, it was just a lot of fun. What, so. what is? Tell me this. Now, Bill O'Brien. I mean, he he. That was Brady's what fiftieth game winning drive yesterday, or something like that. They said we're at the end. Of the day. Bill O'Brien had to be there for at least half of those or a third of them, right? While he was a coach. How on God's green earth? It, it's fourth and one. Houston right. has the ball. How the hell do they kick that field goal on fourth I and one? I totally agree with you. I think you go right. for it right there. You don't give them the chance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, worst right, case guys. scenario is you a, miss the field goal, then they still got to no. go and kick a field goal. But you don't right. give. You don't. First of all, you kick a field goal. Okay. You first, you got a chance to you kick the ball out of bounds, or you give them a return option. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean. You, he had to know Tom Brady was going to take that ball. He went. To, it's like there was they weren't even playing defense. Yeah. Right through him. Unbelievable. As a, as a Brandon Cooks owner, I have no problem. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But still, you knew that was coming. No, you go for it on fourth and one. You go for the jugular. You're there to win. Unbelievable. And you still think your defense can stop them from getting a field goal, let's say. But no, you just go for it at that point. It was like yesterday when the Bengals kicked that field goal. Now they had to because Mixon slipped and they kicked the field goal. Right. Okay, it's 24-17. You're giving the ball to Rodgers with more than three and a half minutes. You know it's going into overtime at that point. I mean, it's nothing you could do about it, but... You just know what's going to happen. In this case with Brady, you just go for the jugular. You keep the ball out of his hands. So I totally agree with you. Unbelievable. Now, let's talk about Case Keenum. Yeah. Now we're talking about oh Brady. Let's talk about Case Keenum because every fantasy owner had to know this was coming. Right, Derek? Yeah, exactly right. So that is the Case Keenum we saw in the preseason that I mentioned on a podcast that we would be all right with Case running the ship if, if Bradford were to go down for a couple weeks. Now, now you're back on this Well, show, right? I mean, it's now hard not to be, right? We're, we're, in first, Bowl, hey, right? we're in first place in the NFC North right now, technically. Uh, we have an AFC loss, not an NFC loss. So we're technically <laughs> in first place. Okay, what was that all about yesterday? First of all, what is with the Bucks? That offense has not clicked since preseason. You know okay. what? The Vikings are just a different team at home. There's no question. I mean, they just in there the noise, and they just better. On, they're just a night and day better home team. The defense plays so much better at home. Um, and again, Keenum, he just had time to prepare. They, I mean, he knew Friday that Bradford was out. You know, I think that's just. I mean, he's he literally had a winning record with the Rams last year. Case Keenum is not a bad quarterback. It's just what we saw in Pittsburgh. He 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 just wasn't ready. But uh, didn't say that last week. He's uh, bad I, he, He's a bad quarterback that took advantage of a depleted secondary. I mean, no Brent Grimes really hurt the Buccaneers a lot. Yeah, I mean they were missing. I mean, look, they, they, they were missing four four guys. We're actually watching. We're watching the Stephon Diggs uh, fifty-nine yard touchdown. It was horrific <laughs> tackling. He should have been tackled twice. So, I mean, good for him. Case Keenum played well. Delvin Cook was terrific. Yep. Diggs and Thielen got involved again. So good for the Vikings, but. No, Case Keenum still isn't very good. Now, Keenum, 38.2 fantasy points in the NFFC. Delvin Cook, 27.9. Diggs, the number one wide receiver, 37.3. I hope people didn't sit Diggs yesterday. Because, I mean, it's They listened to possible. Tom, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was telling everybody to set him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, based I off the what you saw before, I mean, you had to. 
Yeah, I mean, I was telling I was telling everybody to start them last week, Diggs and Thielen, and they shit the bag. Yeah. So I was like, no, get off, go away, stay away, start Delvin Cook. I was right there, but no, I was telling everybody, don't start Stephon Diggs, don't start Adam Thielen, don't start T.Y. Hilton. So yeah, that all worked out really well. well who listens to you anymore, anyways? Uh, <laughs> the guys who started Brandon Cooks, yeah, Delvin baby. Cook, and uh, some AJ. Well, AJ Green. Here you always start AJ. Those people love me. Yeah, they do. Oh, they still yeah, do. they love you. They love you. All right, hey, let's quickly talk about tonight's game. What What are we going to see tonight? From a fantasy standpoint, is Zeke going to go off? Is this the game where the Cowboys get it together or what? I think. So. I mean, I don't know if get it together. It's a tough matchup on the uh, yep. against Arizona against that defense. Uh, but I do think Elliott bounces back. I, I I think this can be kind of a lower scoring game. Of course, I thought Thursday night's game was going to be low scoring <laughs> yeah. too, but. I do think this is kind of more of a 21 to 20 kind of game, something like that, although I'm not sure if the Cardinals can put up 21 points, but I don't see a lot of offense here. The Cardinals got issues. We don't know if uh, JJ Nelson's going to play tonight. John Brown's out for sure. Mm. Obviously they can't, you know, they got issues running back. We know that. So honestly, this could be a 16 to 10 kind of game with a bunch of Dan Bailey, Phil Dawson field goals. Mm, what do you think, Derek? You think uh, Zeke's going to show up tonight? I think he does. Uh, you know, no, more reports coming out now. He's you know he's going to play for sure the next two weeks. But then again, we don't know moving forward. But I think Dallas uh, comes out. I actually think we see a high scoring game. I, I have a gut feeling. I I know we don't know if JJ Nelson's going to play. It sounds like he is. He he got in limited practices all the way through Friday. Extra day of rest. I think he'll be fine. And I actually think the Cardinals are going to score on Dallas. I don't think Dallas' secondary is all that. So I I, I got a feeling we're going to see a. You know, a mid forties total, so you know, twenty four, twenty one type game. I think I think Zeke has a a really big game. I'm with you all the way. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game as well. I think Zeke's going to have a good game. I think Prescott's going to have a good game. I, I don't see how the Cardinals score, but at home, crazy things will happen. I think they will, but I think Zeke has a good game as well. Let's talk on a couple of performances that were surprising. How about the Jaguars at London? That was crazy. But Blake Bortles actually looked like a, a competent quarterback, if you will. He finished with, what, 38 NFFC points. What was that all about, Tom? I wish I had an explanation for that, but here's something to look at. In two of their first three games, they've played two of the defenses that many people thought would be among the best in the NFL this season, Houston and Baltimore, and they absolutely shredded them both. Yeah. Bortles played well. But I tell you what, this offense is Leonard Fournette. When they get yeah. Leonard Fournette going... Everything works off of that, yep. and Fournette is the real deal. He is a stud, and Bortles made good plays, without a doubt. He had a great day yesterday. Joe Flacco was horrific, but I think this offense is all about Leonard Fournette. I totally agree with you. I think it's a good point. I think Marquise Lee, he looks like Allen Robinson. I thought he looked really good. I mean, he didn't have a great, great game, but I, I thought he looked really good, and I don't know, Mercedes Lewis, you can never start him, but then, of course, he goes for three touchdowns, right, Derek? Yeah, I mean, the whole tight end besides Gronk, I mean, it's just you can't predict anything. I mean, Mercedes yeah. Lewis, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, one catch, one yard. I mean, it's just, I don't know what to do with tight ends. It's 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 a, it's a free-for-all, literally. Uh, I had Hunter Henry yesterday. How did he do? Yeah, uh, did he catch a ball? He had one fewer uh, catch than Travis Kelsey had, so there you go. Unbelievable. He had as many catches as you had then, right? He had as many catches as uh, all three of us had combined. And he didn't do it with as much style as we do it, so yeah. That, that, that's the yeah. tight end in a nutshell this year. It's just crazy. I don't know I don't know how to figure it out. I mean, like I said, other than Gronk, you're, you're praying you get, you get some points there. 
amazing. Yeah, I mean, other than Gronk, I mean, who are some of the guys? Obviously, Mercedes Lewis, but Ryan Griffin stood out. Vernon Davis caught a touchdown. But Kelsey didn't do anything. Delaney Walker didn't do anything. Jordan Reed didn't play, play, of course. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you got the injured guys. But, I mean, yeah, it's, I tell you what, people whine, they piss and moan about team kickers. Hey, how about team tight ends? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Zach Ertz had a good game. He had 18.5. But, Tom, I'm looking at our tight end rankings from our auction league. That's a 12-teamer. 12 of the top 23 guys are free agents in our league right now from the tight end yeah. position. 12 out of 23 from that scored in week three are free agents in our league right now. I think I'm going to pick them all up, actually. Well, hey, didn't you get Ben Watson? He came through. He got a touchdown for you. So, yeah, that's where we are right now with tight ends. you got to find anybody with a pulse. Uh, Derek and I were talking on Friday. I said keep an eye on Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah. Sure enough, he led the Jets in targets with six, caught five balls. Moves around like an old man, but, you know, he caught five balls. But that's where we are with the tight end position. Yeah, speaking of an old man, Vernon Davis actually looked pretty good last night. He ended up with 16.8 NFFC points, five receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown. He actually looked pretty good. He looks fast, quick. He looked a little scat back on a couple of those catches. It's crazy. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. All right, speaking of that game last night, Davis was interesting. How about Chris Thompson? 30.8 NFFC points. That kid is quick, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, here, here's the simple game plan, people. When you're playing Washington, get some bodies on this guy because they're going to throw him <laughs> the damn football. I mean, Ken Norton Jr. was just leaving them wide-ass open. They weren't defending him at all. That's their number one offensive threat right now. It's not Terrell Pryor. It's not Jameson Crowder. It's not Jordan Reed or Vernon Davis at tight end. It's this guy, and he is electric in the open field. It, it is yeah, amazing the production he puts up with so few touches. I know he got a yeah, few more I'm, yesterday, but it. I mean, I don't know that you can bank on the, him sustaining, but with Rob Kelly out, Samaje Pirine looks pedestrian to me at best. Uh, I know Washington didn't really get the running game going, but Chris Thompson, my God, I don't know, I don't know how you don't start him at this point. It's, it's just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. We keep saying it's not sustainable, and we're three I, I know, I know. He scoring touchdowns. He had a, like an almost 80-yard catch. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you're just going to have to say, you know what? This guy's just going to put up numbers. Yep. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But a week ago, he only had six touches, and he ended up with like 25 points on six yeah, touches. I so I, I think that's what Derek is saying. It's not no, sustainable. I, I get it, but he's just he's some, making them count. Yeah. He's, yeah. He gets touchdowns. You know, and, and honestly, you get one touchdown out of a running back in fantasy, you got a good day. Yep, you do. Anything else on top of that's a bonus, and he's putting up all kinds of bonuses. Yeah, let's talk about Christian McCaffrey, kind of a similar vein. At least yesterday he had nine receptions, 101 yards. He only had four carries for 16 yards. But, Tom, did we see something here? I mean, man, Carolina looks bad right it's now. Cam Newton. Don't they? Cam Newton looks yeah, awful. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're terrible. Cam is playing poorly. I mean, uh, McCaffrey getting the nine catches, 100 yards, that's great. But I would be very concerned about their team because this is a couple things. First of all, the Saints defense stinks. We know that. Second of all, Cam owns the Saints. Yeah. He has destroyed them in the last two to three years, and he couldn't get anything done yesterday. It, it's time to be concerned about them. What do you think, Derek? Same thing? I couldn't agree more. I actually called Cam as my breakout quarterback on Friday's show. That didn't work out so well. I, I also, but I did. Boy, am I glad I missed that Friday? I did show. call it coming out for. Terrible. I did call the McCaffrey coming out party. Like I said, they had to get him more involved, and obviously now they see what that does for them. So I think moving forward, McCaffrey's the guy. But I have Cam Newton. You know, I had him as a starter on two teams. He's on my bench until maybe the rest of the year. I don't know how you can play this guy right now. 
Yeah, I agree with you. You know, another one that you could not figure out was the Titans situation against Seattle, right? I'm sure you guys said to uh, bench DeMarco Murray. Sure. <laughs> Let's go off for 115 yards and a touchdown, right? Yeah, I was all yeah. over Derrick Henry too. So then again, uh, yeah, there you go. Friday was Friday was fun. Yeah, because everything was pointing toward Derrick Henry, and even if, if Murray was going to play, all the reports were saying, "Ah, it'll be Henry. Murray's not 100." percent He looked pretty damn good yesterday, especially in that long touchdown run. He sure oh. did. That didn't look like a hamstring injury there. But again, he does have that hamstring injury, so you got to be careful week to week. We'll see what happens. The tit- and the Titans moving forward, man, they they just beat the hell out of people. They are so physical yeah. with those two guys and Mariota back there. They get, they're going to score a ton of points this year. Yep. Yeah, that was a physical game. Even got kind of chippy with Sherman hitting Mariota out of bounds. But uh, I thought the Titans held up physically, didn't you think? I mean, I thought man for man, they, they would look more physical than the Seahawks did even. So. Yeah, they played they play very well. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I like their offense a lot. They're balanced. They obviously can run it, but they have weapons in the passing game as well. And Mariota is an emerging young star. All right, uh, we'll talk about the Thursday game, tomorrow's podcast, of course, Wednesday. But what do you think, Tom, about the Bears? It was a very impressive win yesterday against the Steelers. Uh, Howard looked fantastic. He's got playing with a separated shoulder, for crying out loud. But him and Cohen together, that's thunder and lightning big time in the backfield. Yeah, everybody's writing off Jordan Howard after week two. Well, he's back now, and obviously Tariq Cohen's been great all year. It's a great one-two punch, and they need that because you obviously can't rely on Mike Lennon to beat people. So you need to run the ball and, and be explosive in the in the running game and with your running backs in the passing game, and they've got that right now. It is a great one-two punch. Yeah. yeah this, this, as, far, as far as the Packers are concerned, let me just say, Derek, uh, I think that McCarthy has ridden Rodgers' coattails way too long. I don't think this team is a 500 team without Rodgers. He just carried that game yesterday. In fact... They moved the ball when he just made up plays at the Lions scrimmage. That last touchdown drive, he just walked, he just wrote the plays down on the, in the sand and just took off, and he just did a great job. But uh, I'm not so sure this is a, a great team this year. I know they're banged up and everything, but this Packers team, without Rodgers, that's nothing. I agree. I th- no, I agree with you 100%. I mean, Rodgers is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. There's no question. Just the physical skills and the, and the stuff he's able to do. But without him, you're right, they're, they're – they're, Maybe a, probably not a 500 team, and you guys you guys got the Bears coming in on Thursday night, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we do. And good luck containing injured. that. Good luck containing uh, yeah, Cohen and, and uh, yeah. Howard. It's gonna that'll be an interesting game. That, this year's version of Devontae Freeman and Telvin Coleman, right there, you got with the Bears back for that. So that Thursday game, that'll be fun. Are you going? I am not. Uh, my brother Mike has taken the tickets. I'm going up there. I'm going up to Green Bay. I'm going to watch it at the sports bar while he goes in. But, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I mean, the weather will be a little different. It won't be as warm. But uh, it should be a great game. I mean, the Bears have come up to Lambeau and, and taken it to us last couple of years. Yeah. Two years ago, we had the Favre retirement, and they just took it to us. So this will be a very tough matchup. I mean, the Packers' defense will have will struggle against Howard and Cohen. Yep. Uh, no doubt about it. This is not a good defense. They're not that physical. And so if, if Mike Daniels is not in, this could be a, a long game, I think, for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, we'll certainly talk more about that as the week goes on. But uh, I'm very concerned about how they handle Tariq Cohen in particular. His explosiveness out of the backfield yeah. is going to be really, really tough. And the Packers, I mean, it doesn't. Randall Cobb apparently was not close to playing yesterday, which would probably indicate he's not going to play on Thursday night. So there's there's issues here. Yeah, I don't think those guys that are hurt, there's reports, hey, maybe they'll play on Thursday. Why would they play on Thursday? I mean, they're not right. even close right now. So i got to believe Daniels and Cobb, a lot of the other guys are going to be out. Balaga looks like he's hurt again. 
So if Bakhtari isn't there, we, we said it before, Bakhtari is the most indispensable player outside of Rodgers. I really believe that. This offense just does not go. That left tackle just got killed yesterday. Terrible. So, all right, finally, let's talk about baseball. It's the last week of the baseball season. Man, I don't know if you guys have looked at the main event, but there are four teams just going up and down each day. Today, it's Chris Fessler, who's in first place by 13 and a half points. It's just insane. I mean, 125000 on the line. Doug Cassidy's in second place. Danny Brodsky was in first yesterday. He's in third. Clark Olson is still within range, only 34 points back. We've got some really, really tight baseball races. I know, Tom, you and I aren't in any tight races because we our teams <laughs> suck this year. Just suck, right? Well, yeah, I know my baseball season ended in May, but uh, good, <laughs> good luck to these guys this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of money on the line, a lot of prestige, and like I say, a lot of close races, which makes that last week a lot of fun. Yeah, should be wild. Derek, I bet you wish you were in a tight race here in baseball, but we were watching from the sidelines. Man, we got some tight races, don't we? Yeah, it'll be a great uh, last six, seven days. It could be eight days. I know nationally, we still may have a we yeah. still may have a playoff game there, so it may go into uh, next Monday. We'll see. But good luck to to those you mentioned and everybody else in their in their home leagues going down the stretch. I'm not involved in any races either, so uh, good luck to everyone else. <laughs> Please don't don't say we want a playoff game on Monday. People blame us. They're like that shouldn't count. Those stats shouldn't count. What are you guys doing? NFBC sucks. Come on, you make these rules up. No, it's happened before. It's happened multiple times since we started in 2004. It's part of the regular season. If it happens on Monday, you get to set new lineups on Monday. But it counts. It's unfortunate, but it counts. So good luck, everybody. I mean, baseball has been a hell of a year. Great performances by a lot of our owners, and we'll start up baseball drafts in November. But until then, we'll keep watching football. So let's see what happens. Maybe we'll get smarter tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Maybe we'll be smarter, and we'll tell you what to expect in week four. We didn't set the bar very high, so we we should return tomorrow. (laughs) I wasn't there on Friday. I'm blaming you guys. I would have changed that whole podcast if I had been here. Not. All right. Good luck, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.